Welcome to Talk Story to Me. I am your guide, your myth maker, Josh Evans. Please enjoy the pilot episode of our sitcom, Hostel. I'm feeling call that morning sun and i'm sorry i haven't gone nutrient shopping but i do have these break the hunger breakfast burritos that's right hungry families whether you shop stopped or dropped we've got you covered part bar part something else that's neato break the hunger breakfast burritos can be eaten at any time during the rotation we call that day but especially during the beginning of the rotation why beg when you can burritos instead break the hunger breakfast burritos now available in sandy chocolate Storm Cloud, and CMOS. Conditions apply as you may break out in questionable condition because this product is entirely untested in any survival market or demographic. So, Ishmael, instead of auditioning, you're sitting here re-watching your one-booked commercial. Beat it, Maxena. Don't you have younglings to be teaching somewhere? It's a holiday. Today's a holiday? District furlough, holiday, it's all the same to me. The main point is, why are you watching this tired commercial instead of trying to book more work? How dare you disrespect my craft? Uh, <clears throat> the High Queen's eight-legged jester has a craft. Your breakfast burritos commercials are just... Oh, man. Oh, sad. Kingsley, you don't even live here. How do you keep getting inside? What are we having for breakfast? Ugh. My account is drained from having my hover car repaired. So we're just going to ignore the freeloader on the couch? Whose friend is he anyway? So, people, isn't your uh, hover car still broken? <sighs> yeah. Curtis Holiday recommended his people to me. Yeah, my hover car's repulsor panels just went out. I can't tell my parents. I kind of forgot to pay the planetary coverage last month. Which means these repairs will be out of pocket. My pockets have holes in them. Hmm. Well, now, don't you worry about that, my dear. Lucky for you, you landed on old Curtis Holiday's corner. And old Curtis Holiday has connections. Valuable and reliable connections. What do you mean? I got an old friend, Willis Marco, from way back. We used to run the elite physical training module over at Maven Academy. Maven Academy? Wait... Curtis, you're a mage? <laughs> Not so much anymore. Can barely shoot sparks out my fingers now. And my magic wand. Don't quite jump to attention with the same vigor and durability. But back in my prime, I could singe the hairs off a baby's butt cheek with a fireboat from a thousand paces out. <laughs> Sounds like you were really something. I was a more than something. I was a very generous everything. You could be my granddaughter for all I know. What? Willis Markle. A very valuable and reliable connection of mine. Hand me your compad there, and I'll call him myself. So he won't charge you too much. Turns out Willis Marco has been working off-world for months, and his replacement has been cheating clients out of credits by only partially fixing their vehicles so that they keep coming back. My mom won't give me any more credits because of that, so... I got nothing on the breakfast budget today. What a sad life. Matter of fact, what a sad story. You're one to talk. What about breakfast? What's that supposed to mean? I do AI coding for the premier techno corporation in the kingdom. That's a fancy way to describe an unpaid internship. Me personally, 
<clears throat> I would never let anybody talk to me like that. Hey guys, sorry I'm late. Or early, I guess. Where are you coming from? You know how it is. I got tied up down at Sanctuary. That sounds made up. You know that's where I work. Uh, but do you get paid, Shiloh, is what he's getting at. You don't even live here! I haven't forgotten about you, Avenus, because there's also the matter of your relationship. Please don't bring that up. Yikes. How long has this been going on? You actually walked in at the perfect time. Uh, it's just getting started. Oh. Hey, if she got something to say about me and the love of my life, then I want to hear it. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Sorry to whoosh in like this, but uh, some mutant slime entity attacked a school and stopping it was messy. It's okay, babe. We were just talking about you. Good things, I hope. Of course. Uh, baby, I, I thought you were going to do that thing today. You don't have to whisper, baby. Let these miscreants hear what two partners in love taking the time to communicate sounds like. Please refrain from using words Kingsley doesn't know how to spell. The interview down at the Golden Warriors recruiting office. They're hiring basic entry pad maintenance and debugging engineers. It's not glamorous, but it'll bring in at least a few credits. That's right, babe. It would. And I appreciate you thinking of me and setting that up. But you know my coding is important. I work for the premier techno corporation in the kingdom. Just in case we didn't have that established from the earlier conversation. You weren't here for that. Well, you certainly perform labor for them, but... Work implies some sort of compensation, my love. Which we discussed that we would in fact not discuss, given that you're in a similar position. <laughs> Avenus, look at me, okay? I'm covered in slime. My eyes are glowing. I'm a superhero. You're an intern. We are not the same. Uh, superheroes are just interns for the greater good, who, by the way, also doesn't offer compensation, education, or healthcare. I don't have time to get a job. I'm saving lives, okay? Okay, well then maybe instead of spending all that time doing volunteer rescue work, you should get a job. Cause saving lives ain't putting breakfast on the table, babe. Now's probably a great time to remind everyone that we're late for our group therapy session. Uh, lovely, y'all enjoy that. You're not coming? Uh, no, as per our last discussion on this topic, Going to group therapy session could compromise the integrity of my secret identity. Good. Then maybe you can unpack why you decided on such a violent name for such peaceful work. Evisceration sounds like a murderous finishing technique on one of those metagames. And after we finish unpacking that, perhaps we can then excavate my need to be in a relationship with people less than a hundredth of my strength, who constantly criticize me or what they themselves could never achieve, who I make love to for the pleasure of intimate connection and not for the ecstasy of having ever been physically satisfied, okay? Ooh, are you paying attention, Ishmael? Now that is a read. Thank you so much for coming. My name is Dr. Vestan Olivier. <laughs> I'm just joshing. My name is Vestan, but you can call me Vesti. Now, as I understand it, you all scheduled this session because you're a group of friends that live together, and you want to make sure that your living together doesn't ruin your friendship. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. And everyone who lives in your dom is here today? Uh, except for one. She's not really one for, uh, therapy. <laughs> or non-hypocritical behavior. <laughs> and then there's Kingsley. Okie dokie.
So there's five of you who actually live there. <laughs> and everyone pays their portion, and it's a legal living situation that you're maintaining, right? Legal? Doc, I think we should focus more on the preserving the friendship thing. I see. <clears throat> okay. Tell me a little bit about this missing fifth person. Not complaints or anything like that. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a sense of who this person may be and how they fit into the overall dynamic to establish a baseline. The fifth person is my girlfriend. We've been dating for six years. She uh, does a lot of volunteer work. Uh, she likes to help people and feels it's her calling. Unfortunately, callings don't pay bills, which they explosively thought about earlier. I think Avena's had to hold back tears. Anyway, the point is, they have a very loving and well-communicated relationship. Ooh, juicy. <clears throat> Excuse me. I see. And other than Avenus, is anyone else in the Dom engaged in any sort of romantic relationship? We have a very steamy and passionate five-way entanglement going on with poverty. But other than that, no. All right. Well... Let's begin with a story of how you all became friends in the first place. That'll help me understand why you live together and what, at the core, you're going to such great lengths to preserve. It all began a long time ago in a region far, far away. The West Side, where I was born and raised. It is time for you to choose your true love story, Ziri. She will never be with you, Teach. You only wanted her for her kingdom. But I, I yearn for her. For the eternal sunrise that is her heart. <laughs> you haven't told him. Told me what? Eric, you will always be my first heel in love. But we can't continue on anymore. I, I'm gonna be with Titch now. My beloved. Why? What did I do? You didn't do nothing wrong, honey buns. Then why can't you be with me? And why him? You know Titch has only ever wanted the throne for himself since we were children. I can't be with you because I found out you're my uncle's baby boy. That's right, lover boy. You two are related. Not even your battle dragon can save you this time. In this kingdom, family doesn't marry family. How can you watch this? <laughs> you shut your vile, uh, heroic mouth, woman. A bottle of you is magnificent. Eric and Titch have been battling over Zuri's heart for three seasons. Titch almost killed Eric in their iconic duel atop Zuri's tower while she was away single-handedly warding off an invasion of moon demons at the border. And when she came back, Eric was waiting for her in her room, claiming he had information that would change everything. And the information was... She had unknowingly been shitesing her cousin. Hard. No matter what her heart did between Eric and Tish, she stayed shitesing the sun sets out of... Uh, <laughs> Eric. Uh, why me? You don't even live here. Besides, it really makes you wonder. Makes you wonder what? How far removed before it starts getting weird. <laughs> I mean... If you live on the same planet long enough, you'll technically be related to someone, even if it's not your direct family member. How far out do you have to go before the priest stops doing flybys with holy water? I'm exiting this conversation. 
I just don't understand why you guys would undermine my job in front of the therapist. Maybe if your job made sense, then we wouldn't have. Jobs making sense? You say you're a teacher, but I haven't ever seen you do not a single lesson plan? Then what does the phrase toxic dependence even mean anyway? So? I take it therapy went well? Stuff it, Evie. Not in the mood. You know what's wild? We still haven't eaten breakfast. I'm starving. There's clearly no money to go out and buy anything. Is there nothing here at all? I mean, there is one thing. <sighs> I'll get them. The one perk of the job, I guess. That's right, hungry families. Whether you shop, wow, we're about to eat Break the Hunger breakfast burritos at the same time the one job you've booked airs. What are the odds? Mm, oh man, Ishma, I know we stay clowning you for these breakfast burritos, but oh man, they're so good. Can you toss me one of those sea moss ones, Ishmael? Oh. Uh, yeah, we're out of those. I ate the last one yesterday. You don't even live here! Conditions apply, as you may break out in questionable condition because this product is entirely untested in any survival market or demographic. I'm feeling hostiles. Thank you so much for listening. The producers of this show, Hostel, are Josh Evans, Stephanie Evans, Dave Evans, Stephen Evans, Nicole Evans, DeCrystal Evans, and James Ward. The vocal talent for Hostel by order of appearance are Alexander Allens as Commercial Son, Tashi J as Commercial Mom, Damon Allens as Ishmael Bowes, Kimberly Bonnie as Maxina Palms, Atticus Patakin as Kingsley, Andrew Lander as Avenus Graves, Frankie Harrison as Curtis Holiday, Miles Sands as Shala Bethesda, Risa Montanez as Evisceration, Boat Martin Jr. as Dr. Vestan Olivier, Chad Singleton as Titch, Christopher Goli as Eric, and Kira Brown as Zuri. Hostel was written, cast, and directed by Josh Evans. The Hostel theme song was written by Josh Evans and composed and arranged by Stephanie Evans and Stephen Evans. The Hostel theme song is performed by Stephanie Evans. And as always, I am your host, the head honcho over at High Form Family and Talk Story to Me, Josh Evans. Thank you so much for your time, and please tune in to our next episode of something that is definitely going to be super interesting. We appreciate you. We can't do what we do without you listeners on the other side giving it life and presence. So thank you. See you next time. Talk Story to Me, Shouty. Debatably legal high